Good morning, everybody. Good morning to those of you that are at home. Bonjour à vous qui êtes à la maison. It is nice to have you with us this morning. This Sunday is like is a Sunday like never before. C'est un dimanche pas comme les autres. Especially in the life of our church. Surtout dans la vie de notre église. You see, whenever God wants to tell you that you have been elevated, it makes a new thing to happen. Quand Dieu veut vous dire que vous êtes élevé, il fait beaucoup de choses avec vous. And so we thank God for the new things that are happening in the Church of God. God has used to sort out things and prepare for his children. We want to thank God for the testimonies and all the testimonies that we have had. I know some of you have testimonies, but you didn't share them. I know some of you have testimonies, but you didn't share them. <laughs> but you never know, your testimony can set up something in somebody else. Who could ever know that somebody can identify with a pastor's broken shoe? You know, sometimes you think um, other people have not gone through, they have gone through. But your testimony lets them know that you are human like them. Everybody has a little bit of fear once in a while. Everybody that has a little bit of anxiety once in a while. But your testimony might be the word that they need for the day. So I want to encourage you, if you've not registered your name to share your testimony, please do so. Somebody will benefit from your testimony. This morning, by the grace of God, we want to build on what we have been doing in the last little while in order for us to prepare ourselves to take off on the 1st of January next year. But then even if you have to draw the graph of a year, your graph will start from zero on January 1st. It will rise all the way to June 30th. By July 1st, your graph starts coming down. Because by the time you get to 31st of December, it has to eat zero again. So you started with 365 days. Now you have spent the majority of those days, the graph is leveling up. That is why you need to then prepare yourself for the next takeoff. By the time it's 31st of December, it's too late to prepare. By the time it's 1st of January, some people are already receiving testimonies because they prepared. And so I want you to understand that the next series of weeks is going to be preparing you for next year. It is not unusual that uh, on January 1st, everybody makes what is called a resolution. Most of the times, those resolutions are not well thought of. 
Their resolutions will make based on the spur of the moment. La résolution est dépendante de What still is that we've made no plans to carry out the resolution? And that is why you find out that within the first week to the first month, 95% of resolutions fail. And you can ask yourself, what did I do with my resolution for 2020? Because I know that uh, at the beginning of 2020, a lot of us had different kinds of resolutions. Oh, somebody will say, oh, I won't quarrel with my wife again. <laughs> If you were to take stuff, you probably had more quarrels this year than you ever had before. <laughs> somebody says, I will never go late to church again. If you were to take account, There were days that because you were late, you turned back and went home. And so we want to look at certain things that you can use to prepare yourself. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We appreciate you, Lord, because you are faithful in all things. Thank you for life. Merci pour la vie. Thank you for hope. Merci pour l'espoir. Thank you for vision. Merci pour la vision. Thank you for everything. Merci pour toutes choses. Thank you for your sustaining power. Merci pour ton soutenance. Thank you for this first Sunday in December. Merci pour cette première semaine dimanche. Glory be to your holy name. Gloire soit à Dieu. Thank you for the testimonies that we've heard. Merci pour les témoignages. Thank you for many more testimonies that we've not been opportune to hear. Merci pour préparer d'autres témoignages pour nous rendre compte Lord, I pray that concerning every testimony, that the testimony will be permanent in the name of Jesus. I pray that as we go forward, oh God, let us embrace the power of your word in the name of Jesus. Speak to us clearly and let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And so just to remind you that in the last little while, I spoke to you about understanding who you are not. Understanding who you are not is the foundation for you to understand who you are. I jokingly tell people, there is nobody that comes to our church just to hear me sing. Because if that was what was happening in this church, by now I don't think anybody would be coming again. I can sing in my house. My wife has learned to endure the singing. My children have learned to know that when daddy sings, don't complain. And so I know that I'm not a, a, a member of the choir. That does not mean that when the church started and there was nobody to sing, I sang in the choir. That is why the Bible says that there is a time for everything. When you are alone in the church, you will sing. In fact, it should be interesting if you are alone and you have to collect offerings. 
you stretch out the bone with one hand, you put the money with the other hand, you collect the offering. But then when there are people, you let the people that know how to do it, to do it. So I know who I am not. I don't deceive myself. Then we said that you have to know who you are. Because when you know who you are not and who you are, you come to terms with them. You embrace those things. Oh, some people are gifted in certain areas. You know your gift. Then you make sure that you work on that gift. And then I said that you have to remember why you are where you are. Why are you in the world today? Why are you in Canada of all places today? Why are you in Mountain New Brunswick of all places that you can be in the world today? It is because the Lord God Almighty that knows what you are made of, He has prepared something for you to do. And I remember I gave you ten attributes of your wife. Today I will just remind you of two. I said your wife is determined by God. Because it is determined by God, God is dedicated to make it to come to pass. In fact, God is more committed to you succeeding than you yourself are. From the foundation of the world, God invested in your dream before you even knew what the dream was. God then gives you that gift unto you. God then expects you to polish the gift. Remember what I said? God does not polish the gift for you. Prayer will not polish the gift for you. You will polish the gift. The Bible says, for example, that he that is given to leadership, let him take the responsibility seriously. How do you learn leadership? You learn by making sure that you have mentors that can teach you. You learn from the life of Jesus. You read books. You polish yourself. And the other thing that I said about your attributes is that contrary to what a lot of us believe, you are the first to discover it. I will repeat that for the benefit of those that might not have been online last week. Any gift that God gives you, you first of all, we know it. You may not know what to do with it until somebody else confirms it. But you will know it. I remember long ago. They will come in to come and lead prayer. 
you will have studied so much and prepared so much for leading that 45 minute prayer. Vous allez vous préparer pendant longtemps pour 45 minutes de prière. Now you can turn it into a three hour sermon. I just knew that there was something within me that would just continue to look for facts and dig for information. One day, a sister looked at me. He said, Brother, God has called you to be a teacher. It wasn't a prophetic word, it was something I already knew that she was confirming. And so remember even Jesus himself. John the Baptist was confirming what Jesus knew. So to go ahead today, I want to talk to you about adjusting yourself. Adjusting yourself. Yourself. The sail in that part of the boat or the ship that directs the, that gives the direction to the ship. And so I want to talk to you. How do you adjust your sail to flow in line with the wind of God? When you adjust your sail. The wind can make your effort to go further than it is. But if you don't adjust your sail properly, you might find yourself walking against the wind of God. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says in the King James Version. He says, Be not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In another version, it says that don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you. I want you to say that with me. Let who? God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn how to know God's will for you, which is good, which is pleasing, and which is perfect. I will say that again. He said, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person. Remember what the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Then the verse says, by changing the way you think. Brethren, when you set your sail, or you adjust your sail. It starts with your thinking. In fact, it is difficult to set your sail right if you are not thinking right. As the year is coming to an end, I want everybody to begin to focus now. And say, what are the things I could have done better this year? What are the areas I could have improved in my life this year. 
In fact, for your information, the Bible says us in Malachi, he says, for I, the Lord, I do not change. You can pray to tomorrow for God to change. God will never change. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is not going to change. The Holy Spirit was given to us as our helper. He is not going to change. It follows. It follows. That if this year, the things that you thought would change did not change, it is not dependent on God. It is not dependent on Christ. It is not dependent on the Holy Spirit. It is dependent on me. Les choses que l'on a expliquées de changer et qui n'ont pas changé ne dépendent pas de moi, ne dépendent pas de Dieu, ne dépendent pas du Saint-Esprit, ne dépendent pas de Jésus, mais ça dépend de moi. In fact, if you cast your mind backwards, si vous retournez vos pensées, some of us have been praying for five years. Nous avons commencé à prier il y a cinq ans. In fact, there's a prayer that we pray. Il y a une prière que nous avons priée. Say, Lord, change me. Il dit, Seigneur, change-moi. You ask yourself, is that prayer spiritual? If God had the power to change me, then everybody would be born again. Because then all we need to pray is say, God, change all the unbelievers. But because God gave you a will and a mind to think, God decided to leave the path of changing you to who? You. Because God knows. If God changed you, then that thing that God changed you to, you will blame God for it. Somebody said, he said, the pessimist complains about the wind. You know when wind blows? He says the optimist, expects that wind to change. He says, but the realist, adjust the sail. Adjust the sail. But then, if you are praying, it means that you are praying for something to change. But James lets us know that prayer without works is dead. It means that it is not good enough to pray. But you have to set your sail in such a way that when the wind blows, it actually assists you in the direction that you are going. Some time ago, I told you that when revival comes, it comes as a wind. The Bible says that and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, that there was a sound as a what? Mighty rushing wind. It was the people that set their sail and were ready that the wind blew and they were able to Let me give you some things that will never change. So that maybe that will help you. Some things will never change. And it will never change because God did not design them to change. 
60 seconds making one minute will never change. 60 seconds qui font une minute ne changera pas. 60 minutes making one hour will never change. 60 minutes qui font une heure ne vont pas changer. 24 hours making one day it will never change. 24 heures qui font un jour ne vont pas changer. 7 days making one week it won't change. 7 jours faisant une semaine ne changera jamais. So the number of days making one month it will never change. Autant de jours qui font un mois ne vont pas changer. Summer and winter will never change. L'hiver et l'été vont jamais changer. The only thing that you can do is to set yourself in such a way that you flow with the changes. Oh, there are other things that will never change. Your children will grow. It will never change. Because that is the way God designed it. Your children will leave the house. It will never change. What do you need to do? You need to set your sail and adjust yourself to the flow. In fact, do you know that because of the laws of God that didn't change, that's why you are here today. Because God said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and join himself to his wife. And the husband knew the wife, and they, they begat you. Brethren, all those things will never change. In fact, there are some things that continue to change that you have no control over. Do you have any control over the internet? I remember 20 years ago we used that what we call dial-up. When you click it, you will hear it sound a little and then it will dial. And in those days, when you dial up, you can actually go and take a little nap for you to finish dialing up. I had no control over the changes. In those days, the whole of our office could have used to store the memory of one computer. Everything that was stored in one room in those days is on one phone now. So you do what? You have no control over that. But you have a control over you. You have a control over what comes into you. And you have a control over what God has put in your disposition. So I want to look at some very, very few things in the little time that I have. That how do I adjust my sales? Always remember, the Bible says that there is a time for everything. There is a time to plan. There is a time to execute the plan. If the time for planning is missing, the time for execution will be disorganized. The Bible says that there is a time to plant. There is a time to reap. If you have not planted, 
If you reap, it will be called stealing. Si vous n'avez pas planté et que vous récoltez, ça sera coûteux. The Bible says there is a time to cry. La Bible dit qu'il y a un temps pour pleurer. That is one of the ones that so occasionally you wonder that does God expect me to cry? Dieu espère que je pleure. Is there there is a time to laugh? Et il y a un temps pour rire. Brethren, there is nobody that God created cry forever. Il n'y a pas une seule personne que Dieu a décidé de pleurer pour And that is why the Bible says that though weeping may endure for a night. C'est pourquoi la Bible dit que votre pleur pouvait But joy comes in the morning. Mais la joie apparaît dans le matin. Now, adjusting your tail, ajuster votre voix, mean simply can be mean, can simply mean changing yourself to function in the line of God. When you change yourself, then you become more sensitive to the things of God. Then it becomes easier for God to blow you in the direction that the wind is blowing. You know, I have come to understand one thing. Revival might change your circumstance for some time. If you are not careful, revival will come and go and you remain the same person that you were before. For three years, there was revival all over Israel. When Jesus went there, there was miracle. When Jesus went there, there was miracle. The Bible says that when he got to the day of Pentecost, there were only 120. If you want the effect of revival to last, then you will have changed yourself in preparation for that revival. And either you like it or not, the revival is going to come. Because God will never promise a thing and not bring it to pass. But as we wait for this, I want you to note the following thing. And that is the number one. Change should never stop. The Bible says, for we are beholding as in a glass, as in a mirror. That we are being transformed we have been transformed from glory to glory until we become like him. And until we become like him, our transformation is not complete. Change is an expectation that God expects. For example, in John chapter 8, Jesus told that woman, he said, go. He said, go. And sin no more. That's a change. Then the Bible also tells us that Jesus told that, that gentleman, he said, go and do likewise. When he was talking about the parable of the good Samaritan, it means that when you came to me, this is the way you are thinking. By the time you have left, this is the way you should be thinking. Brethren, if only God can help you to change your thinking, your life is made. 
Si Dieu peut vous aider à changer votre pensée, votre, votre vie est faite. Change the design that you are still alive. Le changement est ainsi que vous êtes encore vivant. Do you know that the only thing that doesn't change? Vous savez que le Saint-Esprit n'a pas changé. It's something that is no longer alive. It's something that is no longer alive. C'est quelque chose qui n'est pas encore en vie. If I stand here for 30 minutes, si je m'arrête là pour deux minutes, after some time my legs will ache. Après un certain temps, je vais commencer à bouger. I will have to shift the way I'm standing. Yes or no? Je vais changer la manière de me tenir debout. If you sleep on one side for six hours, si vous dormez d'un côté pendant six heures, nobody will need to tell you that you have to change to the other side. Personne ne va vous dire que vous devez changer de l'autre côté. Go to the mortuary. Allez à la mort. If you lie down the person on their back. If you can preserve them and you come back 10 years, they will still be lying on their back. If you, if you lie them on their side, they will still be lying on their side. If you are not changing, then I am sorry to say, but you are dying. Because every living thing must change. In fact, your total existence is a testimony that things can change. Your being a Christian is a testimony that all things are possible with God. What do you need to change? Number one, you need to change your attitude about things. Attitude is a state of the mind that determines behavior. Change your attitude towards the rain. Change your attitude towards the snow. Change your attitude towards the sun. Change your attitude towards things that you have no control over. When it is winter, you complain. When it is fall, you complain. When it is summer, you complain. When it is spring, you complain. Your complaints have not changed the seasons. It means that I have to come to accept those things that I cannot change. Change your attitude toward work. Better begin to enjoy work. Because it is in working that blessing comes. I have never heard of God raining money from heaven. I have never heard of God looking at a man sitting in a corner and say, Gabriel, take one million to him. But the Bible says it is God that gives you strength, power. So that you can get up in the morning and say, This is the day that the Lord has made. So that you can move your hands, you can move your legs. And you can go to work. Change your attitude about work. Number three, change your attitude about service. Brethren, it is he that serves that becomes the greatest. If you cannot serve, you cannot become great. It is in the place of service that God promotes. I always give you that example. 
Joseph looked at somebody in prison. And he saw that they, they were not happy. In his mind, he thinks, how can I serve them? And so he goes to meet them. He says, what can I do to help you? And then they said, oh, but we've had a dream. I said, in case you don't know, that's my specialty. That is the gift that God has given me. And then he told them, he served them. Some years later, one of them remembered the service and mentioned Joseph to Pharaoh. Then, then, if there was no service, what was there to remember? Change your attitude. Change the way you think about work. Change the way you think about service. Change your knowledge base. But then, for some reason, for some reason, we want to know what is happening on Facebook. But we are not interested in knowledge that will better our lives. Oh, I want to start business. I want to be selling clothes. But you have never bothered to find out how people that are selling clothes do it. You know, sometimes I wonder. Somebody once told me. I said, Pastor. The Holy Spirit will teach me how to do the business. I said, congratulations. You must be very special. Because if that was the case, every pastor in the world should be a big businessman. They are sleeping with the Holy Spirit. They are waking with the Holy Spirit. They are working with the Holy Spirit. Uh, but studies have shown that a lot of pastors are not necessarily good business people. So that tells you that you have to change your knowledge base. Some of you have been in Canada for four years. But you know information about your country of origin that you know about Canada. And you say, but God, I want to make it here. God is saying, you better go and make it where you are finding your information. <laughs> because wherever your treasure is, your business is still where you are. Your business is not yet here. I remember when I came to Canada 17 years ago. One day we were discussing in the hospital. And somebody said something that wasn't factually correct. Ah, I said, no, I said, that's not correct. He said, how come? I said, because I read the website nearly every day. I know the website like the palm of my hand. That time the website used to be called CIC.ca. I will wake up. I will read the website in case anything has changed. I will sleep reading and dreaming the website. So there was no information you could tell me. I knew every information I needed to know about Canada. So change your knowledge base. 
Make up your mind that before 31st of December, that you will have made certain plans. If you need to get books, get the books. If you need to talk to people, talk to people. Number five. What is the other thing that you need to work towards changing? Work towards changing your character. Oh, yes, if you know me. I don't want to know you. Change your character. Just like we were discussing earlier during the day. When you change your character and you are approachable, people will approach you to help you. But when your character is such that they don't know when you are happy, they don't know when you are grumpy, they don't know when you are irritable, people will avoid you. There are some people you never know that they are having a bad day. Because immediately, I'll give you an example. God has given me the grace with time. That when I finish in one room that didn't go well, as I'm coming out of the door, I have shaken it up. It is not the fault of the next person that the previous one didn't go well. So, why should I punish number three because number two was a disaster? Are we together? You are in customer service. Somebody calls you. And then they, they are the ones now asking you, are you well today? He say, yeah, it's because I just had a bad call. The minute that happens, you are failed for the day. Because they know that you are not in the right frame of mind to attend to them for that day. Change your character. Make up your mind. You can write this down if you want. Whoever can annoy you is greater than you. I will say it again. Whoever can annoy you is greater than you because they will make you do things you don't want to do. Once you understand that, you make up your mind when you are living in the morning. That it doesn't matter how you try, you can't annoy me today. Because I'm not going to voluntarily give you that gift that you are greater than me. That is why you will notice there are certain people they know how to press your button. That is why you now say, ah, that brother, that sister, every time they just they, they, they just hit me on the wrong side. <laughs> that person is greater than you. The only time you become greater than that person is what when what they are doing is of non non effect. Long ago, somebody did something. I think it was one of the children. I can't remember, but I think it was one of the children. Stepped on. I think it was the person stepped on the foot. And I didn't say anything. Yeah, but I'm stepping on your foot. You know when children are small, right? He said, but I'm stepping on your foot. I said, it doesn't bother me. 
Then the child did like that. I said, it still doesn't bother me. Then the child jumped on the leg. I said, it still doesn't bother me. Do you know that after that day, the child never stood on my feet again? If you started blowing out here, then the child knows that there is something that I can do to annoy my father. Are we together? Change your character. When you change your character to that person that is always approachable, Somebody complained long ago in our church. He said, Pastor, he said, you make it look as if you never had a bad day. I said, I said, yes, that is true. I said, but let me ask you this question. I said, when you are coming to me with your problem, um, you can already see that the day is already bad on my face. I said, won't you take style and turn by the door? Won't you turn when you get to the door? I said, yes, I will turn because I will see that your problem is more than mine. <laughs> I said, that is why as you get, as God blesses you, as you get higher, there are certain things you must do. But then when you change these things, you will find that when the wind of God begins to blow, it doesn't blow you in the wrong place. Because your sail will be set towards your goal. Because you will know that you have not only made plans for next year, but you made plans for your future. You will not only know that your resolution then will make sense. Because you have had time to think and to plan for it. So, brethren, I want you to leave here this morning. Knowing that God is not going to change the weather for you. God is not going to add to the number of days in a year. God is not going to add to the number of seasons in a year. But you have to position yourself with the move of God. Brethren, either you like it or not, when the revival comes, the revival will blow people in different directions. The same mouth with which the with the mouth with which Jesus was healing and blessing. It was the same mouth that whenever I saw a Pharisee, he said, "Who unto you?" The same mouth. The same person. The difference was that some had set their sail and some did not set their sail. As you set your sail, you will find that certain problems will automatically disappear. The problems will not even need prayer. As you set your sail, you will realize that people are going out of their way to help you. When you take people as human beings, they will take you as a human being. 
Somebody, somebody has been coming to you for how many years, yet you don't know how many children they have. Somebody has been coming to you for so long, you don't know what they do. But then be genuinely interested in people, genuinely interested. When you are genuinely interested in people, you'll be surprised that those same people have advice for your own children. Oh, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Somebody comes into your office. They came for business, I know. But ask that one question. Apart from the business, how are you doing today? That person will begin to see you in a different light. Oh, by the way, how are your children doing? Do you know that, that the, who doesn't like to who doesn't like anybody to ask them how are your children doing? You just hate it when somebody says is your family well? There is no such person. It tells you that that person has taken you more than a statistic, and that person has put you as a human being. I tried it once, and I will end now. I tried it once. Long ago, I was driving through McDonald's. In those days, I used to go to McDonald's. Now I have been banned from going there. Except occasionally when I just pass by and then I go to the bush to eat what I buy. I won't tell you who banned me, but somebody banned me. Now, this is what happened. You know when you drive through, the conversation is very straightforward. Oh, what is your order today? And then you place your order, right? Now, by the time you drive to the window, you suddenly see that person face to face. And your, your transaction there is that they bring the machine, you swipe the card, and you go. Is that not what happens? So one day, as they maybe was handing me the machine, I said, How is your day going? She was shocked. Suddenly, she stopped. Said, it's not a good day. Now, imagine if my order was wrong and then I'm, I'm abusing that girl. The day is already bad. Why should I make it worse? And then after I've made it worse, then I will bring out the card and say, do you want to come to our church? She will look at you and say, you must be a joker. But it's just to let you know that people are human beings. Change the way you relate to them. And when you do that, then you will recognize that you are on your way to victory. We have three more Sundays in this year. I want you to make up your mind that there must be change even before the end of the year. I want you to make up your mind that people can step on your toes. It is okay. If they step on your toes, will your toes fall off? 
It will be painful for five minutes. But the words that you will speak, they will remember throughout their lifetime. Brethren, set your sail in such a way that God can move with you. Let us stand on our feet. Let us stand on our feet. The blessings of God are going to come. But one of the reasons why you find out that certain people receive the blessing and others don't is because they are set to receive the blessing. I want you to begin to talk to God now. Begin to talk to Him specifically about those areas where you need a change. You need a change in the way you think. You need a change with the things that you know. You need a change with the things that you don't know. You need a change of attitude. You need a change of character. You need to change the way you see things. You need to, you need to change the way you hear things. You need to change the way you talk about things. Talk to him for just one minute because our time is gone. And say, God, I need help. I need a constant reminder from the Spirit of God. I need a constant reminder from the Spirit of God. Constantly telling me this is the way go in it. Let's talk to him today. And say, Father, I want to enter the new year a completely new person. I want to enter the new year transformed. I want to enter the new year with my sales set to move in line with the move of God. I want to enter the new year prepared. I'll give you one minute to pray.